Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Hopefully, you guys are having a great week thus far. Uh, recording this on a Wednesday evening, as always. Um, and yeah, I mean, jumping right into it, Jets offseason is in full swing. Um, news articles going around uh, in terms of Jets free agency and all that good stuff. So we are about three weeks away from the legal tampering period as Joe Douglas and co are currently planning their big boards for NFL free agency. And yeah, I mean, what to expect on the first day of NFL free agency. March 11th is the first semi-official day as um, it's the start of the tampering period. It's the first full day of free agency, right? I mean, um, first of all, every team tampers, right? Every team is talking to free agents and agents before the tampering period begins. I think we're all aware of that at this point uh, because deals begin to come through at 12 p.m. on Monday, right? And, you know, you're not completing a deal in one minute. So um, obviously there are things put in place prior. But um, as it currently stands, the Jets are looking at a couple positions, right? Offensive tackle. Um, you know, other pieces on the offensive line, wide receiver, um, and et cetera, right? I mean, the Jets have pieces that they have to fill um, in free agency and the draft this year to compete in 2024 and beyond. And Aaron Rodgers is coming back, right, in 2024. He's going to be the starting quarterback for the New York Jets, but he's not going to be much without protection, right? He's not going to be much without guys up front. David Bakhtiari, I know, is looks to be set free by the Packers. Are they going to, you know, have any interest in him? I'm sure they are. I'm sure they're going to, you know, kick the tires on David. Um, he's been pretty unreliable in terms of health over the past three years, but I'm sure Aaron Rodgers will look to reunite him um, in New York. And, of course, the Jets are going to need someone a bit more reliable. Do they look towards the draft for a cornerstone left or right tackle? Um, or do they look to free agency, right? I think we previewed a couple spots um, in the previous episodes. We will definitely jump into more detail in the episodes to follow as free agency is right around the corner. But as it stands right now, the Jets are in dire need of a left tackle, right tackle. Makai Becton set to hit free agency for the first time in his career. The Jets not seeming to have much interest in bringing him back. Um, Bryce Huff, a really notable name, right, for the Jets. Um, as it currently stands, no franchise tag is really uh, pending on him. The franchise tag window opened uh, on Tuesday of this week. So um, no franchise tags really given out around the league quite yet. Um, the numbers are really large. And, you know, for a defensive end like Huff, I'm pretty sure it's $20 million around there. I don't think the Jets are willing to give um, give that out quite yet. I feel like the Jets would rather sign Huff, to, honestly, to probably a long-term deal. Um, so they'll lock him up for $20 million a year over a certain amount of years rather than pay him $20 million this year. He pops off again, and that number just continues, you know, to go up, right? So... Um, if it's anything, I think it's going to be an extension for Bryce Huff. Insiders such as Connor Hughes, Rich Mini, not really um, too optimistic in that extension getting done for Huff. I think it's more along the lines of, is Huff willing to take a hometown discount, which he basically said he's not. Um, on baggy day, he said, you know, I, I think I've earned my money. And, you know, you got to respect that. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of with Huff on that one. I think you have to chase the bag. You have to get anything you can in today's NFL, but his careers are definitely not, you know, 10, 20 years, right? I mean, they, they can get cut short in the blink of an eye, so you have to take as much as you can get. Um, so Huff, you know, jumping on the open market, there are going to be teams out there bidding for Huff services, I think, immediately. He may sign in the first few days of free agency for sure. Um, will the Jets try to lock him up with a more incentivized deal before free agency starts on March 11th? You know, I wouldn't put it against them. I, I I think, you know, 
it would be wise for the Jets to kind of jump on that, you know, as soon as possible. Um, and, you know, it comes to a point where, you know, well, are you willing to pay off an extension, a big money deal, and, you know, kind of sacrificing some other deals in free agency, such as a star wide receiver, um, you know, restructures and all that good stuff are, are yet to come for the Jets as well. Um, they, they have to clear a lot of space um, for free agency to take effect for the Jets because they currently have a projected 1 million in cap space. So they have restructures, they have releasing that they are set to do uh, before that March 11th date, which is, you know, around three weeks. So um, they definitely have some work to do before that hits. But um, yeah, as it stands right now, just Sauce Gardner on Twitter, kind of recruiting certain guys, T Higgins, Mike Evans, Calvin Ridley, Devontae Adams, Jerry Judy, just guys out there um, that Sauce is feeding for the wide receiver spot. So you can't hate that. You got to love the enthusiasm from your all pro corner. Um, But yeah, I mean, Man, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really, um, you know, free agency every year is always interesting. We all wake up early. We all, it's like Christmas Day, right? The first day of free agency. Um, but, you know, for the Jets this year, it's definitely a more calculated, you know, look. I think Joe Douglas is, yet, you know, going to be aggressive. Um, he's going to try to get his guy. I know he doesn't go past a certain number. Um, as we've seen in previous years, he's kind of hard set on, you know, not going above a certain threshold when it comes to a player. I think we saw that with Marcus Williams uh, last year and certain guys that Douglas just wasn't willing to, um, I guess, really increase the price for. Um, He's more of a bargain getter. He'll get the guy who flies under the radar, who is reliable in terms of health. You know, see a Lakin Tomlinson from last year, you know, looking at that kind of deal, three or $40 million deal. Um, loves those three-year deals. Um, kind of just spooning out ideas here for Douglas is, you know, we've seen some trends over, right? He's been the GM for five years here. So, I mean, it's been, um, you, you could definitely sense a trend with Douglas. Loves the three-year deals, loves the um, multi-year deals, you know, trying to get the salaries, you know, kind of backburned um, into the later years. I feel like the Jets are in a spot where they can do that, right? They, they can pull a Saints and, you know, kind of push all their contracts over a couple of years for a chance at the Super Bowl um, in 2024 and 2025. And, you know, not saying Aaron Rodgers is going to play, you know, three more years here, but I think you have to plan for, you know, a competitive football team for at least the next two to three years. And I think doing so means you have to push a few salaries down the pipeline. And, you know, that accounts for John Franklin Myers, DJ Reed, guys who are set to be paid a lot of money, right? Over the next couple of years, they might have to, um, you know, they're still going to get paid the money, but the, the salaries get pushed a couple more, turned into bonus. You can manip- manipulate this year's or this this generation's NFL cap, right? I mean, it's very easy to manipulate. We've seen it multiple times over multiple teams, over multiple instances over the last couple of years. And the Jets are no different, right? The Jets really haven't done it. They really haven't been in a spot or have, haven't really been given the opportunity to have to push multiple salaries down, multiple, I guess, years to 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 compensate for the Jets' large uh, salary cap stake. But at this point, they're in a spot where they should. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But as it stands right now, um, that's where the Jets are at, free agency-wise, cap space-wise. And backup quarterback-wise, wanted to touch on this um, as a little end-of-episode teaser. Um as the Jets are expected to sign a backup quarterback this year, for real, uh, for sure. <laughs> Have that be Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett. I saw DJ Reed on Twitter um, kind of advertise his love for Jacoby. 
I would love Jacoby Brissett. That's my number one option to back up quarterback. I think he looked great against the Jets defense uh, when the Jets played the Commanders in week, um, I believe that was week 16 around Christmas Eve. Um, I thought it looked great. I think he would be great on the Jets, right, under Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, forbid Rodgers goes down, again, with some sort of short-term, very short-term injury, Jacoby could step in there for a game or two and kind of provide that stability, provide that veteran presence and not have to throw a – Third year Zach Wilson in there who, you know, has, you know, was struggling, right? I mean, he, you know, he kind of got thrown into the fire, um, albeit, but, you know, I mean, you need a real backup quarterback, and Woody Johnson even touched on it um, very candidly, very openly, as Woody Johnson often does, um, saying that this team did not have a backup quarterback last year. Um, so you can almost bet that the Jets are going to go um, full speed, uh, full steam ahead um, with, you know, the backup quarterback plan. So Sam Howell, I know his name has been tossed out there a bit. Connor Hughes of the SNY network um, has been kind of floating around the idea that people in the Jets building do kind of like Howell. Um, And, you know, I've seen Jets Twitter and other analysts kind of speculate that, you know, Howell would be pretty good under under Aaron Rodgers for a couple of years, right? And maybe who knows Howell can step in as a team starting quarterback for years to come. Um, I don't see it. I don't see the potential with Sam Howell at all. I think, you know, Howell on Washington is who he's going to be, right? He's going to throw for a bunch of yards, throw for a bunch of interceptions, get the occasional touchdown or two. Um, I don't see it. I'd rather Jacoby Brissett. I'd rather a guy who you know is going to be stable um, in the backfield. I mean, who you know? You know, Ryan Tannehill. Um, you need a guy who you feel confident in if Aaron Rodgers were to go down for one to two games, right? You just need to win those one to two games. You need to stay competitive between those games. Do you feel confident with Sam Howell stepping in there? Probably not. I mean, I, I would say probably not. I'm sure many disagree. I, I've seen many Sam Howell truthers, um, and I've seen many people who actually love the idea of Sam Howell coming to New York. And if it happens, it happens, right? You're always going to root for the guy. I'm never going to root against him. But um, I think the backup quarterback dis- discussion will, you know, forevermore evolve past free agency, especially if the Jets don't sign a backup quarterback, which they will. They will sign a veteran, but do they draft a quarterback as well? I know that question was floated over to Connor J. Hughes as well um, in his SNY questionnaire asked by fans. Um, and, you know, it's definitely an interesting discussion. I don't think they would draft a quarterback in number 10. Um, I think offensive line is surely the pick there or wide receiver. Um, but, you know, I mean, who knows, right? I mean, there are going to be certain um, – certain picks the Jets make in this draft that you're probably scratching your head. And we've been doing that for the past few drafts other than the 2022 draft, I should say. But, um, you know, as I said before, the Jets are in a spot. They have to go all in. Um, do you draft a quarterback in the fourth round? Uh, just to sit him behind Rogers for two years and, you know, have him eventually hopefully take over, i.e. Jordan Love. Um, I would, I would honestly, I would, I would honestly take a flyer on a rookie quarterback. You have Aaron Rodgers, Jacoby Brissett and a rookie. There's not many better QB rooms outside of Patrick Mahomes um, that I'm taking in terms of that. Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, obviously, you know, you can go down the list. But um, th- there are um, only a few situations I'm taking the Jets QB room in 2024 over, most likely if everything goes to plan. And, you know, there are going to be slip-ups along the road, right? The Jets are not going to fill every position. Um, they better do it on the offensive line. But, you know, fans may not be happy with how the safety room turns out or how – the wide receiver room comes together. Do they sign a T. Higgins, a Mike Evans? You know, do they sign that big name number two, or do they, you know, opt for a smaller option? 
um, kind of roll with Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, and Xavier Gibson in year three. Um, of Wilson's year, I should say. I mean, Gibson coming into year two, Alan Lazard, a veteran. Um, I, In my opinion, I think that she should try to get, you know, a T. Higgins and call it a day, right? I mean, I think that wide receiver room would be deadly if they had Higgins. Um, I'm not sure if Higgins is leaving Cincinnati, um, but I know Calvin Ridley is out there. I know the Jaguars owe Atlanta a second-round pick, I believe, if they were to re-sign Ridley, so he's probably hitting the open market. Uh, Mike Evans looks to be hitting the open market, um, unless, you know, apparently there was a news article out there. Evans is waiting to hear what the Buccaneers are doing in terms of Baker Mayfield, so we'll see there. Um, you know, um, Brandon Ayuk, I know Sauce has been talking a bit about him on Twitter as well. His trade value, what is that looking like? Are the 49ers willing to trade Ayuk? That's another discussion for very soon, right? I mean, this is coming up very soon, right? Free, you know, offseason is kind of rolling here. We're, we're entering free agency territory, free agency season. So there are definitely going to be discussions made, right, for the Jets over the next few weeks. And it's going to be really fun. Um, should be really entertaining. And uh, as always, um, you know, a lot of news to be broken down on the pod, a lot of news to be broken down on the Insta. So make sure you follow me at New York Jets Game Plan, Twitter at New York Jets Game Plan. And if you enjoyed this episode, I really appreciate a positive rating. It really helps out the squad, really helps out um, just this podcast in general, getting it out there. And I hope you guys do have a great rest of your week. Um, next week, we'll be back with another preview episode and more interesting content, as always, on the Jets offseason, free agency, and more. See you guys then.